0: by the world's best artists featured in every issue of the Comic Weekly. Insist on the Sunday newspaper that brings you the Comic Weekly. Thinking Jim dead, Lil is endeavoring to make plans for the future when she receives a visit from a distinguished Indian rajah who enlists Lil's aid in seeking out and restoring to his royal family a young Indian prince believed to have been killed but who is in reality living in the United States. His safe return would bring peace and security to the independent Northwest Territory of India. But sinister foreign powers plotting to seize the country want to prevent the return of the young prince. Lil is entrusted with the dangerous task of finding the boy and returning him to his family. She sails from Singapore, leaving Kolo sad and disconsolate. For the first time in many years, Kolo is alone, Jim and Lil both gone. But Jim is safe on an uncharted island in the Pacific and is awakened one night by the sound of men's voices. He awakens Kitty St. John and tells her what he has heard. Then, bidding her to remain undercover, he steals away to a point overlooking a deep inlet that forms a natural harbor. There, to his utter amazement, he sights a huge submarine riding at anchor. He hurries back to tell Kitty of his discovery.
1: Certainly, it's a submarine, a big one. Big enough to accommodate two extra passengers. If we can sell them the idea of taking us off this island, Kitty... Come on, now. There isn't a minute to lose. They're taking on fresh water, and they're working fast.
2: No, no, Jim. Don't hail them. Let's stay here and, and take the chance of one of our own ships will put in or, or sail close enough to signal.
1: Oh, nonsense, Kitty. There's nothing you'd be afraid of. Come on, now. We don't want to lose them.
2: Wait, Jim. There's a war going on in Europe. Whatever the nationality of this submarine turns out to be, it's dangerous to ride in. Planes, warships, and destroyers hunt them down and sink them without giving them a chance. Let's wait here and be safe.
1: Oh, come on, Kitty. We have nothing to be afraid of. We're neutrals. All they have to do is pick us up and hail the first passing ship, put us aboard, and we're safe. Come on, now, don't stand there. Let's get going.
2: Oh, Jim, please, let's wait. What's the use of taking any of the risks of war? As long as we stay on this island, there's peace and security. I don't want to go, Jim, really.
1: Wait. Wait, Kitty. Listen. It's our last chance. That's the last of the old man. Get down the we'll and prepare to get now. All right. Did you hear that? They've taken off the last of their fresh water supplies. They're going back out to the submarine, load the water aboard, deflate the rubber boat, stow it away, and sail. Then our chance of rescue is gone, Kitty. Come on now, and no more nonsense. On our way. Look there, Kitty. What did I tell you? They're all set to sail. Ahoy there! Ahoy there! Where's your commander? Ahoy! Ahoy there aboard the submarine!
0: Who are you? Where'd you come from? What do you want?
1: We're marooned on this island. We were washed overboard from the steamship Manila Merchant during a storm. We're washed up on this island.
0: Ask your commanding officer if he will take us off. Half a mole. O. below. He'll be up in a minute. Hold hard and I'll let him speak with you.
1: Thanks very much. We'll wait All right. Hi there, I'm sure. I'm the officer commanding. Who are you? yourself. I'm Jim Bradley. Jungle Jim Bradley. Washed overboard on the steamship Manila Merchant. En route from the he Island to Singapore. The lady is Mrs. Kitty St. John on the here, We were both washed ashore here. Right you are. We heard wireless reports about your disappearance. Wait out as far as you can and start swimming. We'll throw you a line and throw you aboard. Okay. Thanks a million. Get ready. We're coming out. Okay, Kitty. Let's get going. Come on. Bully, maybe manage it all right. First, I must warn you, you're aboard the submarine of his Majesty's Royal Navy. we are at war, and naturally, it's against naval rules and regulations to have you unauthorized civilians on board. I appreciate that, Commander. We're Americans, neutrals. And we'll take all the risks and follow all orders if you take us off. I'm not supposed to do this sort of thing. By rights, I should leave you here, report your whereabouts to some neutral ship. But at that rate, heaven knows when you'd jolly well be rescued. War or no war, I hate like the deuce to leave a charming lady and a nice chap like yourself marooned here. So we'll have to stick you below and put you off on the first neutral ship we run across. Oh, thanks again, Commander. You are swell to do this for us. Not at all.
2: Please accept my thanks to Commander. Uh, I didn't get your name. Uh,
1: just Commander will do, madam. I cannot divulge my full name, orders you know. Pardon me a moment. person All right, sir. Leave the men on watch below. and come, come out and get a breath of fresh air while we are up. Yes, sir. Go on, sir. Very well we're lucky my first officer knew of this little spot to refill our fresh water tanks, so or you might have been stuck here indefinitely. Yes, sir. I realize that, Commander. I suppose you've heard plenty of radio reports about us. I should jolly well say we did. Yeah, I was filled with them a week or so back. Matter of fact, old man, your return to Earth will be somewhat of a surprise. <laughs> you were given up for dead. Some Chinese chap in Singapore had quite a search organized for you while lost all his shipping to use the southern lanes. Keep a sharp lookout. Ordered his crews to put in at all the small islands off the routes and conduct thorough searches for you. And and then what happened? Well, a few days later, the old boy had a change of heart. Sent out instructions cancelling previous orders and telling his ships to resume their normal courses and give up the merry chase. Did he give his ships any reason? Rather. Said he had received definite information that you'd been drowned during the storm. (laughs) Now, you know how surprised I was when you identified yourselves offshore there a few moments ago. Yes, well, I... So I'm supposed to be down on Davy Jones' locker, huh? Guess it'll be quite a surprise when I turn up alive and kicking. I don't mind telling you that you brightened up some dull moments for us. Jolly old war in the Pacific has been very quiet. Damn right dull, in fact. Part of our job is to be a close check on the wireless. Hoping for news of raiders, of course. However, up to now, the enemy has made himself scarce in this part of the world. So there was little or no excitement until you got yourself lost... Then for a week or more, things really hummed. Every time we came up for air, the crew would start scanning the sea. Never thought we'd really pick you up alive. Gosh, I never realized until now, Commander, what an important guy I must be. Uh, That is uh, to my immediate friend. Rather, I only hope we can return you to them quickly. Not that I want to appear inhospitable, but quarters on the sub are rather cramped and infernally uncomfortable in normal times. When you take on two extra people, it makes a very big difference. You don't mind my being quite frank about it. I'm going to get rid of you, too, at the very first opportunity. And that suits me, Commander. Dump us into the first likely vessel that comes along. Don't worry, I will. Uh, there's, uh, just one thing that bothers me about this little affair, old boy. And, uh, what's that, Commander? Your lady friend. She doesn't appear to be very enthusiastic about your rescue. a matter of fact, old chap, she appears to jolly well resent the whole business. Rather a strange creature, eh? Strange is not the word for it, Commander. She's more than strange, she's downright baffling. Yeah, as it would seem, yes. Well, uh, we've got to be off. If you'll gather up your downright baffling companion and follow me, I'll show you a temporary quarters. And then we'll be prepared to submerge and be on our merry way. Lieutenant, man the aye, post, aye. crew below, anchors away. Crew below! Engines oh. half-speed forward.
0: Engines <laughs> half-speed forward, all the And within a few minutes, the huge submarine begins to put out to sea and then submerges beneath the waves, heading for its unnamed destination, with Jim happy at the prospect of getting back to his old way of life, but Kitty unhappy and disconsolate over the sudden end to what she enjoyed as a romantic interlude of life with the one man in the world she really loved. In the meanwhile, heading eastward across the Pacific is the huge luxury liner bearing Lil on her new mission to the United States, and what for her is an even greater thrill... The first visit to her native land in many years. The first day, she encounters a fellow passenger who seems to be one of those people who always have an inside track on world affairs.
3: Things look very peaceful and promising, don't they?
2: Yes, very.
3: Yes. One would hardly think that beneath that calm, beautiful, blue-green sea... Danger and destruction may be lurking, ready to strike.
2: Meaning, I suppose, those deep fins cutting through the water over there? They're not sharks, merely dolphins.
3: No, no. No, I wasn't thinking of sharks or anything that swims. I meant man-made danger and destruction. The product of war. Oh, the
2: mines. We left the minefields behind us late last night. They're completely out of the military and naval areas now. From now on, it's clear sailing.
3: Evidently, you haven't been following the newspapers recently.
2: No, I must confess I've neglected my reading.
3: Then you are unfamiliar with the reports that there have been signs of increased submarine warfare in these waters and that it has been reported that a huge, unidentified submarine has been sighted along the southern shipping lanes only yesterday.
2: That is quite possible. Of course, it can be American, Japanese, which are both neutral nations, or even British, which wouldn't attack passenger ships. So I don't think there's the slightest danger.
3: Do not be misled, mademoiselle. There is danger on every hand. And many a surprise comes out of the sea. You
2: may be right. But still, I see no cause for the slightest fear
3: or alarm. You are a brave woman, mademoiselle. One who perhaps has been face to face with danger before. One who perhaps has met danger unflinchingly and won victory over fear. Such women, it is said, live more dangerously than most men and know no fear.
2: You greatly overestimate me. I am a simple woman who has found strength in a great philosophy of faith. That gives one power to overcome all obstacles. That strength comes from the soul and not the body.
3: Oh, I see. I see I was on the wrong track in endeavoring to evaluate you, mademoiselle. I thought I saw in you one who has battled with man and nature in the great outdoors. One who has been bestowed with the spirit of adventure. Someone I once saw in the Orient, uh, pointed out by my guide as... uh, 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 But then I see I was wrong.
2: I'm awfully afraid so. I've lived close to nature, but only to commune with it through the spirit of its creator, far from the eyes of man.
3: Yes, 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 I see uh, how wrong I was. Au revoir, Memelle.
0: Who is the strange passenger who is trying so cleverly to pry into Lil's life? Is he someone sent to spy on her by the enemies of those who have sent her on the great adventure? And what of the stranger's reference to submarines? Could he be linking up a chain of incidents that may bring the submarine Jim is aboard to the big liner on which Lil is a passenger? Don't miss the next exciting episode in the adventures of Jungle Jim. Remember, you can follow these adventures in the full-color action pictures to be found in the Comic Weekly. The world's greatest comic supplement containing the best full-color adventure and comic pictures. Remember, no other comic supplement can give you the top names of cartoon land like the all-star favorites to be found in the Comic Weekly.